I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, welcome to another Drink of Ages radio show. I am John Denman, your host. DJ Muskratch, the producer, sitting back here behind me. We are at Heights Beer Garden, right here off of Shepherd 14th Street. Uh, just past? Something, right? 14th, 15th? Somewhere in between. I mean, you can't miss it when you're driving on North Shepherd. Uh, you come across this really kick-ass place. Yeah. And we're sitting over here drinking some good beers, having some heavy hands. And Jax Claiborne from Buffalo by Brewing Company, my buddy, just came by and says, like, man, Jax, you have a nice drink in your hand. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, Jax, you're here randomly. You should be on the radio. You should, you should stop in. And uh, <laughs> it's been a while since we talked about Buffalo Bayou and uh, everything going on over at the Great Buff Brew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, actually, yeah, the, the beer that I'm super excited about, the one that you caught me with. Yeah, the Dreamsicle, dude. I've had, uh, not going to lie, I've been quality controlling a couple places today, so I've had at least two. No, well, it's important, dude. But it's, it's, it's awesome, right? Well, it's, the good thing when you say you had at least two, it could have been 12, <laughs> but, you know, I had at least two. Could have been 32. Could have been 32. Uh, yeah, it's a long day. No, this, but, but this one, we, this is cool because we, we got the new blonde base that's actually a lower ABV. Um, it made Ryan Robertson cry to make it. But I finally got a lower ABV out of him, and we uh, we created this blonde base that's super clean. And uh, we added uh, last year, I think it was only Valencia zest and vanilla. This year we added the zest, vanilla, and puree, navel orange puree. So I'm not going to use the word juicy, but. There is orange puree. There's actually it. orange juice in this in <laughs> this beer. Uh, yeah, there's some there's some juice in there. It's uh, it's uh, it's surprisingly refreshing. It's bromosa like even. I uh, I was entertaining a group on Monday and about uh about an hour into it, I looked down and realized I was already on my fifth dreamsicle. I was like, oh well, I need to slow down. Yeah, we have it on over a drink of ages. Yeah, yeah, got some. No, it is good, man. It's just a. Uh, is it going to be like it's great now because it's 80 degrees outside oh, dude. but yeah. when it's 95 degrees outside and you need <laughs> yeah. that nice cold dream sickle dude it kills it with crawfish so like that's really yeah. really well with crawfish what doesn't really go with crawfish though um i don't know if i'd be i'd be pounding any porters with crawfish dude i'm i don't know if i'd do that uh, i don't know uh, it was pretty much some, just some barrel-aged barley wine and some crawfish for crawfish is an experience. You sit down, and you want to, you want it to last. You sit for well, a, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I guess you're right. So no, you don't really no want to be pounding. And and with that, you definitely need beer that you can yeah, have a yeah, whole lot of. Yeah, super, right? So all right, man. So you, so if you're trying to get through like four pounds of crawfish. You probably shouldn't be I'm drinking sorry, four. Is this your first time eating? This crawfish? is the appetizer. Okay. This is this is with the <laughs> with the twelve percent barley wine. <laughs> And so, yeah, you want to, you might not want to, yeah. All right, I see your point. I yeah, see your dude. point. So a Dreamsicle, you know, yeah. with your 12 pounds of crawfish and yeah. half a keg of Dreamsicle. 32 ounce of Dreamsicle with your 32 pounds. 
and then you're ready to eat dinner like an hour later. It's cool. I haven't had any crawfish uh, this year yet. I have. I've been holding off. Um, I did test a couple at one of my favorite places in town, but I'm what place is that? <laughs> you can't, come on, man! You, can, you can't just leave everybody so, hanging. Yeah, 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 everybody exactly. wants to know because, like me personally, the uh, what's that? The crawfish shack in Crosby. Ah, oh, no, that place has yeah. phenomenal. And you bring your own beer. No, there's so there are tons of great places, but nobody does it quite like this place. They just started doing it. I want to say last year. It's the patio on Richmond. The pit room guys, they. They do it a very unique style where it's got almost a mix of traditional and Asian. So they'll boil it the traditional Cajun way, but then they created their own like kind of butter hot sauce that they toss it in. And it is super good, dude. Like yeah. I'm yeah. Going, I'm going there on Saturday yes. with my parents and some dreamsicles to eat crawfish. Well, I'll meet you there on Monday, and <laughs> we'll go through another 30 pounds of crawfish. Yeah, yeah uh, one of the weirdest things that I've ever seen was actually talking about people eating crawfish, and we were at in Crosby, the crawfish yeah. sack. This whole family sits down behind us, and the grandma, mom and dad, bunch of kids, you know, and all that. And they would, every one of them would take the crawfish, flip it over, and eat the little legs off. What? And then they'd break them. Like they ate every like they spent a lot of time on the each crawfish. But that was I've never seen anybody eat the legs. They ate the legs. Ate the legs. Huh? I yeah. mean, I guess technically there's some meat in them. I've never had a microscope. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe the crunch is good. Maybe they were all lesbians and just like flipping it over and flipping going to it over and jumping in. I have no idea, but uh, yeah, that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen with crawfish. But that's, what I like now, and from what, in my, like, I don't remember people doing this until recently, is like putting the mushrooms, Dude. Uh, the cauliflower, everything. You just named my top two right there. Eggs, putting yeah. boiled eggs in there. If you, if you got mushrooms and cauliflower, they're both like super awesome vegetables, but super absorbent, yes. right? So they get all the flavor. They absorb the heat. All of it. Yeah. Oh, like everybody's like, oh, I'm gonna put potatoes and corn, and like, dude, that's fine. But like, top two, mushrooms and cauliflower, are the best for sure. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, corn and potatoes is always great, but the boiled eggs are the yeah, other one that's it's, been. Expand your mind, man. This yeah. is Houston. We can, just, we can put whatever we want in there. But whatever you want in there. <laughs> uh, a lot of things going on over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. We're talking about Jacks Claiborne right now. Yeah, Texas Independence Day, which is actually happening tomorrow. Yeah, Friday is the... Friday? Friday is the day. March 2nd, 1836 oh. is Texas right. Independence Day. But the part we're, uh, we're having our party, yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Third, right. We're going to do it just, uh, yeah, kind of like we do all our other crazy-ass parties. It'll be 6 to 9. We got, we got some... We, oh, we did... I think we, we switched it up a little bit this year. We're going to uh, have uh, the glassware is going to be pretty crazy. Not the boot? It w I think it will be a boot, but a different boot, a more ridiculous boot. 
I'm trying and, to I mean, trying to picture what that actually could be. I work for Buffalo be. Bayou, and when I say ridiculous, yeah, uh, it's going to get weird. Like, I'm sitting there thinking about, like, there's a high hill on it, but then there's got to be something else. No, no, I mean. I mean, it's got to go extremely ridiculous if you say that it's ridiculous. Santa and his leg will be in it. Yeah. Santa and his like leg. Santa and his leg had its own, like, ceremonial burial. Yeah. That's a. Uh, a whole, like, a, a military a burial. Military, and, yeah. Like, parade and everything. That's yeah. a, some interesting history about Santa Ana coming out of retirement <laughs> for the pastry war. As a matter of fact, that's how I learned that was sitting over at pastry war. Yeah, dude. Uh, right? Having margaritas. And nice. Uh, now, uh, uh, how's your leg feeling, man? How's your knee? Uh, it feels like Santa Ana's leg. It Does should it? be buried. Yeah. yeah. So you're not ready for some surfing yet? No, no, no. I'm gonna. I will have to have surgery before surfing. I have. Um, sent, Recently gotten into yoga to help build up the muscles around the leg before I have surgery because it's always healthier. So, uh, I mean, the best part of yoga is staring at butts and yoga pants and wearing stretchy pants myself because yeah. sometimes grown-ups in their rooms, they wear stretchy pants. Stretchy pants. Stretchy pants. <laughs> Who doesn't like wearing stretchy pants? Yeah. And I got beanie burrito, so it's puppy yoga every time. Really? Yeah. So you're doing puppy yoga? Puppy yoga. Are you the only guy in there? Well, it's me and my chick, so it's, yeah. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't been brave enough to do a class. To, to do, go by your, <laughs> gotcha. That's what I wonder what this class is like. Maybe I need to bring one of my dogs. I did, so puppy I, yoga. I did sponsor goat yoga at Woodrow's Shepherd about a month ago, which we're going to do again. We should be doing in March. And, uh, yeah, that was it's pretty awesome. They bring out like three baby pygmy goats, and man, there's like 20 to 30 people on the patio doing yoga and having goats jump around, jumping on them and oh, yeah. running around Everywhere. and yeah, it was, I just <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, how much fun would it be to have a goat jump around on you and everything? Yeah, but the thing though about goats is that they don't know when to not like. Anything? Poop. Yeah, anything. 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 Yeah. So how many people actually... So there were, there, there were some, quote, accidents. accidents. Uh, yeah. But this, this was the second time they did it. Apparently the first time the goats were clean had been uh, cleaned out before. These, okay. These, yeah, so there were no accidents. This time there were a few, but, I mean, it's if you've ever seen a goat accident, it's like... Pebbles, yeah. cereal, you just shake it off. Yeah, I mean, that's it's, true. It's not that bad. It's yeah. not that bad. It might not be that bad. It's really not. Probably they, not. They do try to, yeah. But they're also chewing on, like, the friggin' pillars, the columns of Woodrow's, which yeah. might be structurally unsound yeah. now, city of Houston. Yeah, they pretty much chew on every, anything. No, no. Like That's why I was like, so you can't just not feed them and clean them out, right? I know. You don't feed a goat, it's going to eat something. Yeah, it's That'll, a freaking yeah. goat. <laughs> we, uh, my grandpa had a goat uh, when, I was, uh, when I was a kid, and his name was Carlos. And huh. so it was just a great Every goat. goat I've ever come met. up, yeah, come up and be like, hey, Carlos. It goes like, hey, John, you know, and all <laughs> that. And it was like super great. And then uh, about, about a year goes by, and it's like, Go up there. Like, where's Carlos? Oh yeah, let's cook it now. Uh, Carlos <laughs> is gonna be delicious. And Carlos was delicious. Carlos was delicious. <laughs> but 
It was like, I heard right. the same thing happen to David Brewer. Yeah. yeah. It says, you know, it's life lessons. <laughs> life lessons. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, I need to grab me another one of these heavy hands from Spindle Tap. And we get back, we'll talk a little more with Jax before we get the crew from Heist Beer Garden on. So, drink of ages. Stay tuned. Just released Perpetual Peace. This is always one of my favorites. It's aged 150 days in early times bourbon barrels, uncut and unblended. This wee heavy is 11.5% and is available on drafted in four-pack bottles. Do not miss out on this one. You can find it around town for a very short time or go by No Label's Tap Room, which is now open seven days a week. Find more information at nolabelbrew.com. Beer Garden. Drinking some pretty fantastic beers. I mean, it's a cool little spot, man. And there's probably only about 8 million of you that's been here. But <laughs> there's a there's like 1 million that hasn't been over here to check this place out yet. And I mean, it's definitely one to come see. A great two bars across from each other with a whole patio area in the middle. Liquor, spirits, cocktails on one side, great beer on the other side, and all just tables and everything in the in, in, in the middle of it all. It's like a, like a high school dance-off. 
It really is, yeah. 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 Competing against each other, the, the two rival but gangs. still really yeah. love each other. Right. When the lights go down. Is it the whole, we got spirit, yes we do, and then somebody yells out there <laughs> that they have more spirit than this side? Technically, that's all spirits, sure. and this is all beer. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, uh, Chris LaHouse is joining us. Good um, evening. Good evening. Uh, Jack Sclavorn is still with us. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm John Didman. DJ Muskratch is sitting over here. Uh, Making the show sound really good, and yeah, we're at High Spear Garden. But um, so, Chris, man, uh, when did this place open up? It opened April twelfth of last year, so twenty seventeen. So in about a month and a half, we're gonna have our uh, big one, year, one anniversary year anniversary party. Should be a big blowout, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it should be a uh, anything spectacular planned for that day. I know we've got a, a bunch of kegs we're gonna tap. We've been saving some really good stuff. Um, it's going to be a beautiful day, I'm sure. It's April. <laughs> April in Houston, so it's either rainy or it's going to be hot. But it's good drinking weather either way. So. Either way, yeah. Uh, now, April April tends to be some pretty fantastic days pretty in good. Houston yeah. where yeah. all of a sudden, you know, like right now it's 80 degrees outside mm-hmm. you know, in March. But in April, all of a sudden it'll be like 75 somehow, yep. <laughs> like blue skies. And yeah. still kind of getting those northern days come in, but... Yeah, man. So it should be. Yeah, I'm, I'm predicting it now. It's going to be a beautiful day. It's going to be for a beautiful the one year day anniversary. April, I can tell. The 12th. Yep. Oh yeah, the 12th. I already, I already heard. It's yeah. going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Same guy that was doing all the hurricane stuff. Yeah. Helped us out and told us that it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I'll get to wear my white shoes again. It'll be fabulous. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, we're hanging out here at Heist Beer Garden, drinking. Uh, I've got me some heavy hands from Spindle Tap. Jax, you're drinking you some Dream Sickle from Buffalo Bayou Brewing yeah, Company. Dude. I uh, needed a little refreshing, a little refreshment, a little refreshing. And Chris, you got some coffee over there. I've got some coffee, plus a little heavy hands. You know, I need a little. I mean, had some ramen, so I need to pick me up. Because everything we've ever studied shows that coffee and hazy New England IPAs totally pair together, right? They do. Well, yeah, but that's like old news now, Jax. Come <laughs> <Yeah>. on, <laughs> way late to the party. <laughs> Oh man! Bitter and juicy, you know. It's like orange juice and then uh, drinking coffee. Orange juice and brushing your teeth. Orange juice and brushing your teeth. <laughs> or brushing your teeth then drinking orange juice. Like yes. Cocaine and peanut butter, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah they just go well together. Uh, now, man, this place is great. Uh, uh, I've only eaten a little bit from here, and later tonight we're going to eat a whole lot of food. I know the muskrat just got his pretzel over here. If you're chomping in the background, it's a four-pound pretzel (laughs) that's being eaten right now. But um, I did uh, the pepper sausage. Oh, yeah, our Szechuan pepper beef. Szechuan pepper beef sausage. That's a good one. All of our sausages made in-house and all of our breads. And our bread program is fantastic. It goes to all of our locations, so... Yeah, it was it was good, Jax. Nice. Yeah, it was one of those afternoons that you know just kind of came by. Yeah, is something biting you, Jax? Yeah, this bitch bit me. <laughs> <laughs> you got you have an animal, a live animal in your bag. I do. In like your in little front pouch. pouch. Yeah. This, yeah, and she bit me, and it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, no, but I, I had that one day. I was like, I'm going to stop in here and just have a beer. I got here early, you know, 3 o'clock, so, you know, it was a great place. You could park, you'd come in, sit down at the bar, had a beer, then had another one, and then realized that uh, I really had no other commitments till later that evening, and then so I had another 
beer, and that's when I ordered the sausage. I mean, isn't that the title of the John Denman bi- biography? <laughs> like, <laughs> what am I doing the rest of the like, day? Oh, oh, well, the rest of my day is cleared. <laughs> Let's drink. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a uh, it's hard to live this way. It's tough. Somebody's got to do it, dude. It I, is. It's I, a it's a I, scheduling I nightmare. <laughs> is what it is. But you know, somehow, it's, yeah, it's it's hard to cancel a lot of appointments. A lot of appointments day, uh, between my Google Calendar and my wife. I mean, my personal assistant. <laughs> yeah, she. We 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 do, make do it work. Do not put that on the radio. <laughs> She stopped listening to him a while ago. She, yeah, yeah, she, she never listened to, listen to him. <laughs> no, no, she, she told me a long time ago she can't listen to it. She's like, it's like, it's just you talking. I'm like, no, I really talk less than everybody else. <laughs> but, yeah, it is me talking. Uh, but you guys, I mean, how many taps do you guys have over here? Here we've got 94, and it's basically split up between about half beer and cider and then wine. So we've got red wine, white wine on draft, all different uh, temperature coolers, three different temperature coolers, uh, and different gas mixes for each. So everything's done as well as we can for our, for drafts coming off our wall. Yeah, I thought about doing actually when I came up here that day. Uh, you know, is whenever you learn stuff in the market research is what what we call it in the yeah. business, right? Yeah, yeah, market research. That's what I, I do a lot market, of research. market research. And so when I was up here, I was like, you know what? We need to have our wine in kegs. And go that route. I mean, the so wastage is fantastic. There's zero wastage. The, uh, inert gas. The cool thing about them is the different coolers. They actually have different temperatures for specific beers and styles, mm-hmm. which and, yeah, and different mixes in each yeah, cooler yeah. too. So it's yeah. so whether cool. you're running a stout, you know, that's sitting in a different cooler or stouts are usually about the 45 degree mark. So coming off the wall. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's it sucks for them because they have to go in and out and <laughs> organize yeah. all that stuff. But Half it is, it is really cool. Yeah. It's uh, one of the one of the few places I know that does that, or even yeah, uh, being able to do that and serve it properly definitely makes it worth it, though. Yeah, have that quality product coming off the wall. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know what temperature this heavy hands is sitting at, <laughs> but it is really tasty. It's really tasty. What hops did they use in this one? Ah, uh, man, that's something that I probably should know. Yeah, I mean, somebody that represents spindle taps should probably know. Yep. That. They use tasty hops. <laughs> they are very they tasty hops. <laughs> I heard they're green, too. <laughs> it is good. It is good. Uh, I, I mean, forgot what we were talking about. Like, your chest selfie game is on point. Well, I appreciate that. that. Yeah, it's something I've worked on a lot <laughs> over the last, I you, last I few you years. I thought you and and then you know just to just to get that right angle where you get just the bottom part of the beard. Yeah, you don't yeah. want the double beard. You no. don't want the chin. Yeah. You want the thin yeah. like you just want beard, just right? that enough. And then if you do it just right, yeah, too it's much like cleavage, but enough to tease them. Just enough to tease them, yeah. and the right angle, yeah. the belly is not. Oh, yeah. It's not the main focus. Not the looking up like oh this is shame belly, but the looking down like. I'm all, I'm all about this. Yeah. It reminds me of 300, the movie 300. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's and all airbrushed. It is. For and sure. so, <laughs> uh, you know, when I, whenever I look at that picture, I'm going, man, if I, if they wore a blue heart plumbing shirt, then <laughs> that's solid, man. I mean, this, it's like I could have been in that movie. <laughs> uh, I, I thought you were. <laughs> I thought that's how we met. Oh, uh, no, it was a good day. I thought you were the one wearing all the day. gold jewelry all over his face. That's not <laughs> yeah. you. It's oh, yeah, guy. scissor me, Xerxes. Xerxes, <laughs> different guy? No? What was the parody that they did at 300? Oh, my God. Uh, 
Yeah, never mind. It was easy, <laughs> easy to do. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> trying to remember these things. Oh, yeah. Well, you were talking about Real Genius earlier because the song came that on. That amazing. It is. Yeah, yeah, and nobody ever gets that, by the way. Nobody ever gets that. No, uh, but let me just make sure that my Real That's the one where he sets the popcorn up and the... Yes. Uh, yeah, that's okay. when that song plays. It's that's in the final the, credits when they, the laser hits the popcorn and blows up the house. Like, yeah. Yep. Love that movie, dude. But the thing, though, is that... The laser stops, but the popcorn never stops. Yeah, it's science, bro. It is. I, I'm not. science. Yeah, it only took so done. much science and biochemistry. Yeah, it was man, a military laser. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It was military. High grade. By plutonium. It was a skinny Val Kilmer, so anything's possible. That is another thing, yeah. Even with fat Val Kilmer, anything's possible. I, I, I do. I love him. <laughs> I love him. My favorite, well, actually, uh, like Val Kilmer movies. I, I, I don't know. We got time to talk about this because we can talk about whatever. I mean, but um, <laughs> yeah, we can talk uh, about whatever. Something that I watched the other day, I haven't watched in a long time, was True Romance, where uh, Val Kilmer That's is. One of the best movies ever made. It really is, but I haven't watched it in a lot of years. And just so good, bro. Val Kilmer's role as Elvis in like, is he there? Yeah. No, he's yeah. not really there. He's in it's his not, head. It's like Shadow, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, I thought that was Kurt Russell. Val Kilmer. Really? Yep. Huh. Well, yeah, that was, well, breakout role for Brad Pitt as Stoner on the Couch. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Smoking uh, out of the honey bear. Smoking out of the honey bear. <laughs> Bong hit. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? So you, goes, know, you know Tarantino wrote that yeah. in high school. No kidding. Yeah. True romance? No, that's yeah. a, really? He wrote that movie, movie oh. in high school. And it's one of his best ever. Like, what did Brad Pitt say? Something? I can't say it because we're on ESPN. But it's like, condescend me, I'll yeah. up and kill you. <laughs> he said like three three After lines and all that. Yeah. After they already walked off. But yeah, it was a breakout role for Brad Pitt. Okay, a lot dude. of people in that. A whole lot of people in that movie. So yeah, there was a lot. And I mean, it is a true story. So. Yeah? No, not at all. No, <laughs> might as well be. It reminds me of uh, yeah, of my, my first life. yeah, I was, <laughs> when, yeah, first time I uh, went to a movie and I met a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> first was, time? Yeah, the first time. That, that took me at least three to get it's like that. Train spotting the autobiography. Train spotting two is really good. Train spotting two is good. Yeah, as a sequel, sequel goes, yeah, yeah. it's better than. Um, uh, speaking of sequels, what was? Um, Oh man, I got we gotta go to commercial because I can't remember the name of the movie. <laughs> so we'll take a we'll take a break and we'll get back. Jack Claiborne from Buffalo Bios is with us. Chris LaHouse uh, over here at uh, Heights Beer Garden and man, in a little bit we'll have some more people on talking some Heights Beer Garden and we're just gonna drink beer. Hope everybody's having a great night. We'll be right back.
Whether a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise? Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cash Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out at CashBranding.com. We are back on, and we're sitting, still sitting over here at Hyatt's Beer Garden. Beautiful night tonight, and now we are joined by Jason Culverson and Chris LaHouse still hanging out with us. Uh, now everybody's drinking some heavy hands. Yes, we are. So, Great beer. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a. I, I find this beer and this style of beer is you drink one and you immediately want another. Absolutely correct. And then, you know, however many, wait, less, what, what did uh, Jax say? It was something, uh, uh, I already forgot. <laughs> no one listens yeah. to Jax anyway. It was something, something along the lines of I had at least two. <laughs> and so, yeah, he just have at least, you know, we're not going to yeah. get to the actual count, that, no, uh, no, no, the no. beer that was no ingested and making. Bus. Yeah, the count is subjective anyway. Yeah. What really constitutes a beer. But you guys here at High Spirit Garden, man, uh, this area Shepherd is going nuts in the last year. It has. And I think you guys, because you guys are you know, a staple over here, and there, before you guys came along, there wasn't a lot of things happening. And then you knew that it was an area that was going to blow up. Then when you opened up last April, uh, since then, you've seen so many strip centers and restaurants and things happen around you guys. Yep, uh, we've seen, um, you know, uh, condo developments, townhome developments, um, a lot of housing going up, strip centers, uh, you know, being put up. So, yeah, this this area right here, the Heights, is really starting to grow. Um, we were lucky enough to get a very good location on on one of the busiest streets in the city on Shepherd. And um, I think that people driving by and see a lot of people in here having a good time also, you know, kind of draws them, draws them in. And, uh, you know, we look forward to, um, obviously we want to uh, have some good steady growth from last year. And I don't see weather permitting. I don't see that uh, not being able to be achieved. I know like this winter, because a lot of your seating is outside. Yes, sir. And this was a really crappy outside Houston winter. <laughs> it, yes. it snowed like, I don't know, four times or something ridiculous. We basically had to shovel snow at one point here. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's nuts, man. Uh, uh, 29 have years you, here. Have you noticed? Because when, when 
places like this open up. Axelrad, there's another one. Amazing spot, you know, but it's all outdoors. It's like, man, we're, we're at Houston. Yeah, we're, it, there, you have like, yes, you can sit outside eight months out of the year, but is it really that comfortable? Well, I think what it is that people don't care. They love sitting, they just want to be outside. And that's, that's something that over the last 10 years I've seen change in Houston, like bike trails and stuff. And, and people jogging everywhere, and there's a lot more outdoor activities that happen. Everyone's got a bike club or a run club now. That, so. That's right. Mm-hmm. And also, um, we are, we have in the works, we're planning a um, pavilion that's going to cover about nine of the big picnic tables in the middle. It's going to be completely covered. It's going to have walkways going to each of the bars. So if it is raining, we can fit about 56 people underneath a uh, plexiglass ceiling um, cabana oh, wow. out in the middle, and you can go to the bar, get drinks, never get wet. So we think that whenever the rainy days, we think that's really going to help us too, because with it being known as a patio bar, it, if it rains, you're kind of uh, you know, you're slows kind it of, down a little well, bit. Well, you're kind of the second thought because if people want to go where they're going to be dry, even though we can hold 250 people inside. Um, people think of it as well it's patio seating and not gonna be able to get it oh man i could fit like four of my bars just where we're sitting right now (laughs) (laughs) just on the inside of your one of one part of your bar Uh, that's right um yeah so once we get that built and um also that's going to cover in the summertime keep you out of the sun we're gonna have fans and misters in there so uh we're really looking forward to that it's going to really improve the property give give more people the option to come out whenever it's raining what's cool about this place is that uh, you you had the beer garden right in the middle and then you have the liquor your mixed drinks your cocktails and all that and one side of it and then beer on the other side food in both places right food in both places yes sir is it same menu or same menu everything just comes out of the kitchen over here on the beer side and um, run the food to the tables with the numbers and the, that we have an awesome kitchen staff. They pump the food out fast and, and get it done. I mean, we, you know, our capacity is uh, over 400, and so it can get pretty hairy in the kitchen sometimes, you know. So <laughs> but they knock it out. They're, they're great. Um, I think one of, the, one of the cool things about bars and, yeah, is the, the food menu. Right. Like, which way do you want to go? Because there is so many We're in Houston, so there's so many different cultures. There's so many ways that you could build a menu. Um, I like you guys. You guys have a very nice, simple menu of really good food. Yes, sir. We have. Oh, go ahead. No, I say the house-made sausage. I will go back to that one because that was that was really good. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm about to have to order a couple more because. Oh, for sure. Which one is that? The uh, Szechuan pepper. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was delicious. Chef Brandon Silva, he's our executive chef. He comes up with all the menus at our concepts, and we do we we do um, bar food with a twist, you know, to, to kind of zhuzh it up a little bit, so that it's not like every other bar food that you have, um, without it being overcomplicated, so people know what they're ordering. Um, the smoked pit beef sandwich, for instance, that's one of my favorites. Is a lot of the staff favorite. It's, you know, we smoke logs of uh, pastrami, thinly slice it, Texas toast, cabbage. It's great. Wow. It's phenomenal. All smoked right here. All smoked right smoked here on right the patio. Here. All right, let's wrap the show up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we need four of those. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> For the next segment, you're just going to hear everybody chewing. <laughs> <laughs> 
chew with your mouth full. Yeah, it's like, hey, are we listening to porn? Like, no, you're just listening to us moaning and chewing <laughs> some really good food. That's right. Something to be said about how smoke, how smoke pastrami. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> but no, man, it's, it's just a really kick-ass place, and it's something that, that this type of establishment did not exist, you know, four years ago it anywhere in, in this area. It didn't. We we got we got extremely lucky. We've owned we've owned this property um, five years now, and we decided to go ahead and build a Wooster's Garden in Midtown first, and come back to this place. And by the time we came back. The property, the, the guy who owned the property where the alcohol, the cocktail bar is, he was ready to sell. So we got a chance to buy that, and then it gave us the idea of having two bars, booking, book ending a patio, which, yeah. which is something that beer drinkers will usually appreciate because if you go to a co- craft cocktail place, you might be waiting a little you want bit a couple to get a beers, beer. and somebody's ordering five craft cocktails in front of you. You may have to wait ten minutes for your beer. Here, you can come over here, get your beer, go over there, and. And, uh, and mingle with your friends. And which one thing that I will say to anyone listening is if you ever walk up to the beer side and there's a line, just walk around the line and just walk up to the bar. That's right. Yep. Yeah. If, if a line forms right in the middle, we have five wells. Just walk to one of the other ends and you can get uh, you, you can get uh, your order in pretty fast. We, we usually carry five bartenders on the weekend, so all the wells are working. With the amount of beers that you guys go through, because, I mean, it, this, this has to be a high-volume establishment. Uh, on weekends, uh, you, you probably turn over uh, like, just a 1,000 orders or something on a weekend or a Saturday. On a, uh, on a Saturday last, before 10. Last, last yeah. the, a week ago, Friday and Saturday, between Friday and Saturday, we blew 45 half barrels. That's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, but that's that's great though because I mean it gives opportunity for a lot of the local breweries because you exactly. carry a whole lot of local local breweries. It's a lot of exposure for everybody. Very much yeah. exposure. Yeah, a lot, a whole lot. And then it gives you know, of course, the breweries want to sell their beer and they want to sell you more beer. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you guys are just turning and chugging yep. through so many kegs. Mm-hmm. That yeah. kind of volume really works well for us because it introduces a lot of people that are coming up ordering your domestic products. You know that. Any bark around here can sell no problem, but we offer an alternative form, so it allows them to come up and try something that's you know brewed eight blocks away that's much more delicious than uh, than the Bud Light they've been drinking forever. You know, when they can drink a local Pilsner, then nine out of ten times they come back and ask for that thing over over domestic. Yeah, yeah, that, and also it gives us the opportunity to turn over the the beer the beer menu so that we can you know get some different beers on there for the people who come in more than once a week there's always going to be something a new beers. yeah 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 something exactly. new and exciting to try mm-hmm. yeah, exactly yeah man it's, 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 it's i've stopped by here a few times here lately and just stop it and have a beer and I, I i like i like the way the vibe is here for one your music because uh, i think we have some britney spears on right now and if, no doubt if that doesn't Oh, it is no doubt. Never mind. Let me me backtrack. But yeah, but yeah, listen around, have good music playing, and man, good beers, good food. We got cornhole and hammocks too. What else do you want on a beautiful afternoon? Well, I'm going to take a quick nap in the hammock, and when we get back, (laughs) we'll talk. So we have the misters on for it. Yeah, wake wake up every once in a while. Not a bad idea. All right, we'll take a quick break, get a refill of beer, and we'll get back. We'll talk more. With, uh, we're sitting over here at High Spear Garden, drinking pages. 
Middle Tap is killing it with their IPAs. Heavy Hands, Justin, Houston Hayes, Draped Up, all have been phenomenal brews. With all the tasty releases, man, don't forget about Hop Gusher. This has been one of my favorite go-to beers for a while now. 6.5%, nicely balanced with a blast of hoppy aroma. The citrus taste and slight bitterness makes this a crowd pleaser. Grab some Hop Gusher and make this a regular in your beer fridge. If you are a fan of good beer, then come by Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive in Montrose. We have over 200 beers with 32 specially rotating taps of badass beers, cider, kombucha, and cold-brewed nitro coffee. Take a 32-ounce growler or build a mixed six-pack to go. You can even bring your own growlers in, and we will fill them. Drink of Ages Pub, badass beer for here, badass beer to go. Say the bigger the headache, the bigger the pill, baby. Uh, call me the big pill. Dr. Funkenstein, the disco theme with the monster sound. The cool goo with the bump transplant. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back sitting over here at High Spear Garden. We are in between 14th and 15th Street, North Shepherd. Uh, just inside the loop, Heights area, High Spear Garden. Badass spot, man. If you've never been here, you definitely need to come by and check them out. Uh, we're hanging out with Jason Corberson, Chris Willahouse, and man, we're uh, we're sitting around drinking beer. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. That's Cheers. pretty much what's going Salute. on. Cheers. Yes. Uh, well, it's funny. There's uh, well, maybe uh, for me, but it's like earlier you know, we get here, we're just kind of hanging out, drinking some beer, and man, Jason, you were busy. Yes, you I were was. doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> Uh, pouring beers, doing this, running around, everything. Then you stop by, you're like, yeah, man, we're about to do a radio show. I'm like, yeah, man, whenever you're ready. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting here drinking beer. Yeah, uh, got backed up a little bit. I think yesterday you came in and I was uh, sanding. <laughs> you were sanding, <laughs> sanding benches. Yeah, yes. I do a little bit of everything. A little man. everything. Yeah. A, a lot of everything. No, that's right. Yeah, yesterday when I came up, uh, I was like, hey, where's Jason? Oh, he's out there. I look. And he's just standing down benches. You know, <laughs> covered in sand. Covered in sand. Yeah, but, you know, making it the best comfortable place you could sit. That's right. That's right. We're trying to get everything ready for the uh, uh, end of March. Busy season starts rolling around and um, trying to get everything uh, tip top, perfect. Um, it's going to require a little bit of work, but we'll get it done. Get there. Well, one of the things that's coming up is St. Patrick's Day. Yes, sir. So what exactly are you guys going to be doing? Because I would imagine that's going to be a really big day for you guys. Yes, sir. It should well, be. Uh, considering it's going to be on a Saturday already, so we're going to have a built-in crowd. But <clears throat> we are going to be throwing a uh, St. Patrick's Day party. Um, we're going to have a live band. Uh, we're going to do decorations. We're going to have some Irish beers on the wall. Um, some you know local uh, Irish styles. And then we're actually going to have some Irish beers from from uh, Ireland on the wall. Uh, just kind of give it a little bit more of a St. Patrick's Day vibe. Um, just look, basically looking for, uh, looking for a chance to give everybody a place to come and have a good time and uh, enjoy themselves and not have to leave and go somewhere else to, you know, to go find the St. Patrick's Day experience. Yeah, because, uh, you know, just a nice safe place for everybody to, you know, not over drink. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course, St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day yeah. Of course. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Texas Beer Refinery is, and here's something you might want to think about. They, they're coming out with a green beer, but it's like a green tea beer. Yeah. So well, they're actually coming out okay. with a beer that has a green tint to it. It's not like your typical big brand with some dye in it. Some and, food coloring, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was like, that, that's really interesting. Local craft brewery trying to do something uh, yeah, for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we picked up uh, an Irish red today um, from 11 below. So we're going to hold on to that for that. Um, thinking about getting maybe some Boddington's. Man. Maybe some bass, a Guinness. I haven't had Boddington's in such a long time. And I was with Lelia uh, from Rudyard's. We, we had lunch yesterday. And we were talking about because she she is – Rudyard's is one of my favorite places in Houston. A magical and, place. Yeah. And – yeah, uh, we were talking about just how Houston was. Then uh, you know, a bunch of a lot of punk rock music talk and okay. old places like the old Axiom and Power Tools and right. all these other places. And for some reason, uh, beer naturally comes up in most conversations I have. And she started talking about Boddingtons, and that that was like the first beer I ever had that had the little widget inside the can the that you opened nitro. it and it shot the nitro yeah. and. Yeah, yeah. I remember was, reading a Popular Mechanics article about that back when I was like 13, <laughs> that they were adding that to Guinness bottles. I remember reading mm-hmm. that, and then yeah. when I turned old enough to be able to uh, come across some, I remember being able to, what, to try it. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think we're gonna maybe try to grab some nitro. We'll have a few. We'll have a few um, you know, Irish Reds, whatnot on there. You know, just to just kind of. Give it the feel of, the, of St. Patty's Day, and then um, the yeah. cocktail bar, I believe, is going to be making some um, specialty drinks. Uh, Jameson shots. Yeah, we do we'll, Jameson shots we'll, on either side. We'll be doing um, some boiler makers with with some of the beers too for James for oh, yeah, St. Patty's yeah. Day. Yeah, so it'd be good. Yeah, that Eleven Below is a really great Irish red, mm-hmm. and you know, no labels. There, there's another one that is really delicious. The no label Irish red. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just great to have that because four years ago you didn't have that option to go, hey, you oh. know what? I want a locally brewed Irish red ale. You sound like a crazy person asking yeah, for that. Yeah, like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Sort of Smithics. Yeah. Doesn't happen. But now there's like three or four breweries brewing great ones, and it's fantastic. English style ales are making a great resurgence across, oh, yes. down to Holler with their, with ESB. their ESB and their, yeah. their yeah. pub crusher. Uh, Amazing your, English ales. They're wicked awesome. Yeah. I'm good. Everyone's loving the light, drinkable multi beers around here, and it's great. It's turning well, people onto new beer styles. Like so. you said, when you have a brewery that's like right around the corner, Eureka Heights, yeah. uh, they're just making phenomenal yeah. beers. Yeah. Six they, blocks they away. Yeah, for and sure. uh, four and a half, five percent. Yeah, five mm-hmm. percent beers that you yeah. can sit around and actually drink uh, quite a bit of. Beer with enjoy. flavor that you can drink more than three of with your friends, and you know. and that that's the good thing about in Houston nowadays is that there are so many. There's so many uh, smaller breweries, craft breweries, that are doing excellent beers. You know, Spindle Tap being one of them. Great IPAs. Um, the Honey Hole ESV is great. Eureka Heights, Holler. I mean, they're, they're def- I think Eureka Heights and Holler were both represented at uh, GABF. Yes. So yep. um, St. Arnold's was. St. Arnold um, won a medal. So, I mean, you know, we have, we're getting some recognition down here from, the, from uh, some of the breweries that they're making great beer and they are so it's uh it always makes it a lot easier to sell it yeah it's a lot easier to sell good tasting beer. beer yeah 
Because, I mean, there have been a few that, you know, not breweries, but every once in a while, even some of the really good breweries have made some that it's like, man, take a swing and a miss. like, man, you kind of missed this one, but uh, let's work on the next one. And then they, they knock it out of the park. Correct. Uh, but it's learning curves, I and mean, we're still, as weird as it sounds, man, a young city for, for beer. We are, and to see the amount of uh, play that everyone's starting to, you know, everyone's starting to interact with each other now, and you're seeing some great right. things along with, you know, Daisy Chain. The collaborations what? and stuff that they do are great. The the St. Arnold's collabos that people did, you know, uh, B52 made that sour. Oh, those were phenomenal. Oh yeah. Great. Phenomenal. Chop Shop. Chop Shop from Eureka Heights. Chop Shop oh, from yeah. Eureka Heights. Yo, yes. That was, that, Still that one of the best yeah. beers I think ever made. Yeah. In yeah, this market, them. to see the lack of animosity between the different breweries that are all making amazing beer that should be, you know, in theory, all competing with each other, right. are rea- realizing there's a space for everybody. Everybody can drink great beer, and and they're basically ambassadors for styles that haven't been heard of in a while. Or well, I, I think that, that that all still comes back to the consumer. As long as uh, people are still buying and drinking all the beers and still want to try the new beers and still supporting the old beers that they've been making that are established and really it's hard to say that because we're talking like breweries that's been around for a year but like they're established brands that people are still buying them and drinking them right then i mean that's 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 why that community still exists i mean yes the brewer on the brewery level everybody's friends and all that but that's because everybody's still supporting all the breweries right and as long as everybody's out there still buying their beer and, and drinking them and going to the breweries and going to the bars that also support the breweries uh, that that shouldn't change. It should only get better. That's right. Yeah, um, Brash Brash Brewery. You know, the, me and Chris both love a uh, know a guy that loves that's in love with Brash Brewery. <laughs> um, shout out to Lance Mitchell. Shout he, out to Lance uh, Mitchell. <laughs> but you know, they they brew beers that, that they want to brew and people like it. But I mean, they. Most of their beers are, are killer, you know. <laughs> There's nothing I, light-bodied about them. No, no, and uh, they're they're making fantastic IPAs. They're stouts. The only one that I was like, oh wait a minute, was a, which is a great collaboration that they did with True. But you got red on you. Was kind of like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people love that beer. People. I had one two I, days ago. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of them, man. I mean, they're just, and, and that's another brewery that that has made everybody like just kind of made the bar a little higher yeah for mm-hmm. for what you're making because if you're sitting there and you're making an ipa is it as good or better than this ipa and if not then it's going to sit there and it's not going to sell that is correct that is correct and, and that's where i think you see people go into different styles where it's like quit change quit chasing the holy grail of ipas when you can just brew a fantastic, clean, balanced beer that people are actually going to drink more of. You, you know, know uh, one, last night I was at Mongoose versus Cobra, and talking back to the Daisy Chain, but Southern Star, their Hoppy Brown L that they made for the Daisy Chain, that, I mean, it's just a perfect, delicious, wonderful beer. Uh, a Hoppy Brown L. Yeah. Right. Reminds me of the Independence one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was close. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the Daisy Chain, that's all the rage right now. I think um, I, when I did beer buying yesterday, I think uh, every brewer I talked to was, they had their Daisy Chain there. And I was like, man, I can't have <laughs> 20 half barrels of Daisy Chain. Yeah, there. Right? <laughs> we only have 99 taps. <laughs> There's 12 of them all have the same yeast. <laughs> yeah, they're all from the same yeast. Exactly. Now, that, that was a great idea, really cool uh, 
Uh, I liked, I'm glad that the city is kind of embracing this whole thing. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the second round of beers that's coming out from everybody in this one. Hopefully it gets pushed out as well as the first one did. And oh, just, sure. just saying, yeah, it's not like the, the you know they're making a beer. And yeah, I want to see this thing just keep rocking and rolling and be a successful right. event, mm-hmm. so we can right. do it again next it's year. Better for everybody. Yep. Uh, Heights Beer Garden. Uh, well, that's actually the website Heights Beer Garden B I E R G A R T N dot com. Yes, sir. And man, Facebook, all that good stuff. Find the events that's going on over here. Sunday brunch. Saturday, Sunday brunch. Saturday, Sunday brunch. Um, open 11 until 3. Um, have a great brunch menu that was put together by Brandon Silva. Um, what's your favorite thing on the brunch menu? I love our green eggs and chorizo skillet. Spicy, green eggs delicious. And and skillet, green yeah. eggs and chorizo. I, you just made me hungrier. Yeah. And I was already exactly. hungry. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, we... Our brunch is, um, I expected to really ramp up. It, it had, it did the last couple weekends when it wasn't raining. I expected yeah. to really start kicking, you know, soon from yeah. open to close. It's a little southern influence with uh, a lot of beer drinking capability with each of the dishes. So oh, all the dishes pair well with beer and pretty much everything we make here. Um, we got grits, pork belly, eggs, and what else do you really want in your brunch? Uh, you named like four of my favorite things <laughs> yeah, in one sentence. So. Uh, Saturday, Sunday brunch, your menu, you got to stay open until 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock 2 a. every day. Every, every day. day. Kitchen um, closes at 10, but we do have a food truck out um, on Thursday, Friday, Saturday that's going to be there till 2, so you can get food till 2, just our kitchen is going to close at 10. Yeah, man. Fantastic spot, man, you guys have awesome, over here. Awesome, man. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. I think it's a... It's, uh, one of those places that, that Houston definitely needs to cherish and support because uh, we need we need this to help continue with the local craft beer uh, and not only that the cocktails yeah that's right carrying the local cocktails. distilleries Amazing as well cocktails so yeah and you know going back to what I said about us being able to seat over 400 people was that we can we can easily have a party of 200 people and give them their own area. We do not. We do not charge reservation fees. We do not um, require a minimum for their for their group, and we don't have to close to the public because you know you have enough room. Yeah, yeah. and so um, everybody who has their parties here and stuff, everybody loves it. Great. You know, most places are going to want to charge them a bunch of money to rent the place out. Oh, you have 250 people. Yeah, we can put you over on the side, and we don't have to close the public. So <laughs> this is great. Yeah. And we'll make you uh, 200 pretzels. That's right. <laughs> so that is correct. We'll do whatever it takes. But scratch is like that pretzel's good. <laughs> that pretzel's good, <laughs> you, know, you know what? Made I, from I scratch. I would eat like four more morning. right now. Made from scratch here. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Jason, Chris, uh, thank you guys, man. The hospitality today has been fantastic. Thank you, um, John. This is definitely going to be added to my stops uh, my weekly stops to come in here and drink a beer with you guys appreciate awesome. that hey john i appreciate you coming in it's been a pleasure and yeah come in anytime have as many beers you want but yeah. you gotta pay <laughs> you have a bed in the back yeah. uh, how, how does this work yeah. we got hammocks out in the side the hammocks yeah, yeah hammocks. Just, just leave me there i'll be fine i'll be fine now man i want to thank everybody for listening and uh if you want to listen to any of the old shows, you can go to drinkingbages.com. You can go to, to SoundCloud. You can find us there. iTunes as well. 
this show is sponsored by the Nitro Merlin Milk Stout by Firestone Walker. And, man, if you, if you haven't tried it yet, you need to get some because it is such a silky, beautiful, wonderful beer. And, uh, yeah, you can find it in cans and on draft right now. Everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. Drink nothing but the good stuff. And, yeah, we'll talk to everybody next week.